Section 19 of Entertaining Made Easy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Alex Grace. Entertaining Made Easy by Emily Rose Burt. A Pussycat Party. When Billy's mother decided to give him a birthday party, she pounced upon the pussycat plan, partly because pussy willows are still flourishing in April, but mostly because she knew that kittens and cats are favourites with nine and ten-year-olds. The invitations were folded kitty-cornered, and inside of each appeared a fat, fuzzy little grey puss, taken from a real pussy willow branch. Puss had pen and ink ears, whiskers and tail, and likewise a tiny red painted fence post upon which to sit. The first game was a good romp at Puss in the Corner. That was followed by the foolish but funny Poor Pussy. While the children were still in a circle for that, Billy's mother explained a new game. It was called Kitty Kitty, and was carried out on the lines of Spin the Platter. In every child's ear, Billy whispered the name of some sort of cat, as, for instance, Tiger, Yalla, Green Eyes, Double Toes, Maltese, Angora, Black and White, Grey. He then occupied the centre of the circle and spun a tin pie plate. As he did so, he called out one of the names he had assigned and counted rapidly out loud up to ten. Thus, Green Eyes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The child who had been given the name Green Eyes was supposed to jump up and snatch the pie tin before Billy had finished counting to ten. If Green Eyes failed, then he had to take Billy's place. Billy, too, of course, had a pussycat label. Another circle game that was fun was called Pussy's Prowlings. It was on the order of stagecoach. Billy's mother told the story of a kitty's wanderings, and before she started to tell it, she whispered to each child the name of something which was to appear in the story. For instance, she gave out Haymo, Milk Dish, Mouse Hole, Catnip. Every time she mentioned any such name in the process of telling the story, the child who had it was expected to rise from his chair, turn around three times and sit down again. When the words Pussy's Prowlings were mentioned, all the players jumped up and exchanged seats. The storyteller also tried to get a seat, and if she succeeded, the child who was finally left without one had to continue the story. Pussy's Prowlings Once there was a pussycat named Blinky, who said to herself one day, I'm tired of milk to drink. I'm oh so hungry for mouse. I must go on a mouse hunt. So Blinky stole out of the red brick house, where she lived very happily with the Jones family. She pattered down the back doorsteps, where her milk saucer was set, and she scampered along the winding path to the barn. That's the way Pussy's Prowlings began. Up the ladder to the haymow she crept, and through the heaps of sweet clover hay to a hole in the wall. There, Blinky knew lived a mouse, so she crouched close to the mouse hole, as still as still could be, and watched and she watched and she watched and she watched. But that mouse must have been away from home, or else very busy down in its hole, for it never once stuck its little nose out. And when Blinky had watched there in the haymow, for three long, long hours, she was so hungry that she couldn't watch for that mouse a single minute more. She thought of the milk saucer by the back doorsteps, and she said to herself, If I can't have mouse, milk won't taste so bad after all. So Blinky made her way back through the heaps of hay, 
and scrambled down the ladder to the haymow and ran along the winding path to the back doorsteps. And there, sure enough, was a saucer full of milk all ready for her to drink. So Blinky lapped it up very hungrily and was perfectly happy. And that's the way Pussy's Prowlings ended. The next game was called Hunt the Mouse. Billy had hidden a chocolate mouse somewhere in the room and the children were asked to be kitties and try to find it. Whenever anyone came very near the hiding place, Billy meowed loudly. Or if everyone was far from it, Billy would mew only faintly. The kitty who found the mouse kept it for a reward. In another room, the children had a chance to hunt for those mittens which the naughty kittens once lost. Many tiny red paper mittens were scattered throughout the room and were much more easily found than the mouse. The supper table delighted the children. In the centre of it sat a big stuffed toy cat, surrounded by chocolate mice, and at each child's place a tiny white plush cat with the child's name on a paper tied to the neck had been placed. Such toys can usually be bought in five and ten cent stores. Pussy willow sprays laid flat on the tablecloth decorated the table gracefully. The napkins were the paper ones which feature black cats at Halloween. Little ramekins of cream chicken pleased the children. With the chicken, Billy's mother served kitty-cornered sandwiches of brown bread filled with cream cheese and chopped nuts. There was hot cocoa too, and for the last course, individual moulds of chocolate blancmange with whipped cream and a candied cherry on top. Needless to say, there was a birthday cake, which was brought in ablaze with candles and set before Billy to cut. Each guest received a souvenir chocolate mouse and was ready to declare upon departure at six that the pussycat party had been oh so jolly. End of section 19